So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the podcast. I'm not sure if this podcast is for you. Uh, as I look through the thousands and thousands of Instagram questions, stories, conversations I'm having with people, I know Jason and Jeff the same. Uh, I thought today we would talk very specifically about if you're that that gal in the business who's feeling a little displaced by this market, if you're that guy in the business who's just feeling a lot of uncertainty about like what to do next, like what's working, what's not working. We all know that that uneasy feeling, right? Like I talked to somebody recently who literally said to me, like suicide has been on my mind. Mm. Like a real estate agent who's been wildly successful and, and I don't take that lightly and, you know, you can imagine like, well, you could probably imagine how seriously I take that. And so I go back and say, you know, for the gal that's feeling a little displaced by the market, for the guy that's feeling a little uncertain about everything he's doing to, you know, that person that is just like, I just, just tell me what to do because I've got, you know, what feels like 30 legitimate things to do, but I don't even know where to start. And I finished nothing. And, and this market, like, People are selling a lot of houses. Right. They're not. So I'm not sure if this is for you, but if it is for you, my hope is that in the next, you know, 20 minutes that we give you some very tactical sound advice of exactly what you should do. So I'm going to lead us off. Okay. I'm going to lead us off and then we're just going to, we're just going to brainstorm yep. here. Let's do it. Um, so the first thing I'm going to say to you is uh, one, two, three, too many. If you have too many things on your plate, you do nothing effectively. Right. Um, I know this in my own experience. I'm not talking if you're ADD or not or ADHD. I'm talking about just the reality of, well, it's like, it's like the notion that I could be a great husband, a great father, a great friend, a great golfer, a great coach, a great speaker, a great author, a great content creator, right? right? The reality is I can do all those things if it's the only thing I'm focusing on at that moment. But last time I checked, I've got a thousand things coming at me oh, all sure. the time. If you take that on top of, and I'm not making sales, uh -huh. you're in trouble. So a downward spiral right there. 1000%. So here's the first thing I'm gonna to say to you. The only thing that matters right now is how many appointments you can generate. Now, I don't even care how you get them. And I know you'll have insight on this and you'll have insight yeah. on this, but the only thing that matters is that you get appointments. I don't care if they're lousy appointments. I don't care if they're first time buyer appointments. I don't care if they're your, your sister's brother's aunt's uncle's puppy who says they wanna buy a house. You need to get in front of people every day as often as you can because success begets success, yep. right? And, and a lousy appointment is better than no appointment. So here's the thing I know, I'm gonna give you a tactic. The thing I know is if you need a listing today, you wanna get a seller today, if you're in the US or you're in Canada, right? So either one's gonna be fine. Zillow is gonna be the US, realtor.ca is gonna be Canada. Um, I was down in Australia, realestate.com.au, same thing applies there. You look at your past clients in Sphere and you ask yourself, who is most likely to make a move? Now, I mean, 
Who do you know that's been in the house for seven years, eight years, 10 years, 12 Ooh. years? They're sitting on a pile of equity and they might just have had a life experience change. Ooh. And what I say is all you do is you go to their home on Zillow, on your phone, you take a screenshot of it and you text them the screenshot and you say, hey, Jeff, I was on Zillow today. I was thinking about you and Kate. Look at the value of this home. I think Zillow's wrong. What do you think? Send. I think Zillow's wrong. What do you Super think? Super easy works. idea, right? Send. It works. And, and I would make the argument that if you're in this position where you're feeling displaced, where you're feeling like, I don't know what story, what I can tell you is Zillow is a verb in the US, like realtor.ca you know, right. is a verb in right. Canada, like realestate.com.au is in right. Australia, that you send that, they're going to look at that and they're going to say, no, that price is wrong. And you know what you did? You just engaged in an interesting conversation. That's where you can say, well, hey, would you like to do an equity review? Right. That's where you could say, would you guys like to meet for a coffee? Um, what I'm finding right now when I'm out doing the roadmap yeah. is, so when somebody starts doing this in the middle of the seminar, the most was a gal from Atlanta that set seven listing appointments mm. during the seminar. Like during the seminar, right. legitimately. So I'll say hundred bucks for the first person to get a listing appointment. And that money goes real quick because people just start, you know, following up with people and maybe they're sending it to leads. But my point to you is this, it is only through action that we regain our confidence right. and our certainty. So by doing 10 of those a day, you won't make it to Friday. You won't make it Monday to Friday. You'll have right. done 50 of these. You will be in so many of the right conversations with past clients, with people in your sphere that you're in the right. game. So, so the idea is when you're fearful, get in action. Is that what I just heard? We got to get uncomfortable, right? Yes, but it's, but Jeff, it's hard, right? It's it, right. like, I know what you mean, yeah. but the, like we, you and I both know it's eight, whether it's 50%, 70%, 80% or 99.9%. .9%, yeah. So much of this is psychological. Right. When you're when you're in a hole, most people are digging themselves deeper into a hole. So how do I get over that fear? Or what's the action I can take that gets me more certainty? See, I think they know what to do. And you've just got to get uncomfortable. You've got to do the things that you do. We've talked about getting back to the basics. Mm -hmm. One other idea I've heard that has doubled a couple clients' listings mm -hmm. is they think this idea, one equals three, one listing, mm -hmm. we should leverage it into three listings. 100%. Yes. Okay. Yes. 100%. So the tactical approach is when you put that house under contract, get in the habit of setting out 20 CMAs to the neighbors closest to that house. Oh, I love that. Can I triple down on that? Yes. Let's bring it on. All right. So work in the listings around maybe you're a new off, maybe you're a new agent at the mm -hmm. office. Mm -hmm. Well, talk to your broker about how can I leverage the listings being sold at the brokerage level? Yes. Right. How yes. can I go door knock the neighbors? Uh, some of our great clients down in Tampa, the mm -hmm. Tulong Tampa Bay team. Mm -hmm. They door knock around luxury listings and it's their number one source of business. Yeah. They are absolutely on fire this year and they'll door knock the neighbor seven to eight times over the course of a transaction because they do it when it's active, when it's pending, when it's yep. closed for every open house yep. invitation yep. and they're keeping folks informed. But in some coaching calls I've had recently as well, it's this notion of working the listing but it's, I, I think we reserve it for the listing side. Why aren't you working your buyer sales too? Right. So talking to my coaching clients, right. why not get the consent of the buyer when they take possession of the property yes, to say, right. hey, as long yes. as there's no rules right. against it, can I put a yard sign out in front of the house that it's yep. sold? Yep. Can I send an under contract totally. mailer to the neighbors? Can I... We, we Can I throw it? a party yeah, at the house right. and have you meet all the neighbors? That's yeah. actually a bit of, so just heads up, we tested the signs uh, at Intero. It didn't work. Really? It didn't get any phone calls. So I'm not saying it wouldn't work again, but when we tested it and we tested it across like, 
you know, a thousand agents, it didn't work at all. We spent a lot of money on, on buyer controlled sales signs. So I would pass on that one, but I love throw the party and I love knocking on doors. I love doing the same. Yeah. It, you're basically, you're doing the just sold card. Right. Yeah. Right. In the market, but you represented the buyer. I love that. Because I always think that the neighbors don't know who's on the other side of the deal unless right. you reach out to them. Right. So Tom, imagine if you door knocked the area. Mm -hmm. Imagine if you sent out 20 CMAs. Imagine yeah. if you circle dialed. You're going to stir some stuff up. No doubt. Hmm. So all this stuff is requiring work. And the challenge oh. is, I think, the person listening right now, and I, I hope, again, that we're speaking directly to you here, that you're in your head. And when you're in your head, Nothing you're not making happened. phone yeah. calls. So that's why I was trying to go easy with the, with, you know, like just screenshot and, and mm -hmm. send. Um, but let me give you another one. So uh, I interviewed Sean Aker recently. Sean is the guy that wrote the happiness factory. He's yep. the guest speaker at this year's summit. Uh, you probably maybe listened to his podcast with me last week. Um, so I was asking Sean like off camera, I said, you know, I'm just, I'm, I'm seeing more anxiety, nervousness, anxiousness, uncertainty, um, amongst a segment of real estate professionals, loan officers, et cetera, that I haven't seen in a long time. It almost feels like, even though the market is completely different, it feels like 2007, 8, 9, and I don't have an REO account. What am right. I going to do? I'm going to die. Right. And I said, so how do we help them? And he said, you know, Tom, there's, there's only two things that get people out of a funk. There's only two things. And I was like, and I, I remember like in the middle of the conversation thinking to myself, I already know what he's going to say. And you already know what I'm going to say. And then I reminded myself that it's not about knowing, it's about doing. Right. So you want to know what his two things were? You yeah. and I talked about it earlier. About I think it. I know, but yep. Okay. So what would you guess? What do you guess number one is? Well, to get somebody out of a funk, I, I would guess exercise on a routine basis. Okay. I love that. That was so it's it's more psychological here and right. not physical, but then I would there's have, no doubt. Can I take a second body. stab at it? Go ahead. All right. Maybe if I'm wrong again, I'm Yeah, bad. it's okay. Uh, I would guess that when you focus on others' needs instead of your own needs. That was number two. Okay. Yeah. That would be one of them. Yeah. So number one, he said, is have three unique gratitudes every day. That's good. Have three unique. And, and I remember like saying to him, like, Sean, okay, like I've been doing gratitudes, gratitude journals for right. like 20 years. Right. But for my personal listening right now, I'm talking to you. By just simply declaring, hey, three things I'm grateful for. Today I'm grateful for being with two friends, Idris flying in, coming out of their way to be with me here now, to write for a couple of days. I'm super grateful for that, right? I'm grateful to be in this, this magnificent house, this space in this environment where I can be creative. Like, like not just doing the same gratitudes over and over again, but every day forcing yourself to just observe that there are some remarkable things going on in your life. And we sometimes forget like the simplest little things of just having a nice, you know, cold, you know, whatever beverage in front of you. Like I'm grateful for that, right? Mm -hmm. Simplifying. But we know when you verbalize it and say it out loud, that's the game changer, mm -hmm. right? The second thing he said was it's contribution to others. Yeah. He said, when you're in your head, you're only focused on one person. That's you. So his second thing was, I want you to send a video or a text message to someone in your past that did something remarkable for you. Someone that your third grade teacher that was the most inspiring that got you to write or- That's a great idea. Right? I didn't really think about it. it so, so I took on this discipline, right? And what I've done gratitudes forever, but I told you, I started sending text messages to people that I've known forever. And what's happening hmm. is I, the response that you get, like, yeah. like people are so moved by it. But here's a little pro tip. If you've ever asked me a question on Instagram, what if I told you the reason I started doing Q&A on Instagram is I was in my head, hmm. that things were hard, 
I was traveling a lot. I was on the road. Maybe I was feeling lonely. Do you know what I mean? Like missing my family and like I'm working hard. And I was like, okay, I can sit in this pity pot party or I can do one thing I know makes me feel better. Mm -hmm. I can help people. Mm -hmm. So I, who's got a question on Instagram? That's how it started for me. I, like, I would I would wager that your first idea about the send them the Zestimate, I yes. think it's worth more. That in and of itself has a similar strategy because it, it makes the focus them and yes, their right. best interest. Yep. It gets you into conversations to learn about what's their what are their roadblocks, what's stopping right. them. Right. And all of a sudden you're out of your own, like, why am I not creating traction in my life? And right. you're now resolving their yeah, issues. Bingo. It's a smart move. Yeah. It really does serve both. I didn't even think about that. It really yeah. does. Okay. What's another tactic? that she could do immediately to get in the game and to just, just feel better, feel confident because she's just one move away. That's all it is. Do you understand that? Like she's, yeah. she's one win, one success, yeah. one escrow, one new listing away from going, oh, that funk's now behind me. To me, I'm, I'm a big fan of, we're in a relationship business. Get in the habit of every two to three times a week, going to lunch, having happy hour, going to lunch, get connected with people again. Right. Talk to people. Just right. Like, like past clients, friends. Yes, friends. Just yes. be normal. Get out there and just connect with people. Right. We've been so sheltered to some degree the past couple of years. We've got to put ourselves back out there yep. and connect with people. Yep. You just never know where business can come from. And what are they going to ask? How's, How's the, the market? market? Yeah, How's business? going on? Yeah. How are you doing? That's all we ever want. I would, I mean, in the spirit of that, yes, it, it's also getting involved maybe at your office to know other agents, yes, but also being mindful of you are the sum average with the people you spend time with. And yep. so ensuring that you're spending time with people who inspire you and motivate you. Yep. It could also be, be it, uh, it could be like networking groups with yep. other vendors in your area. Yep. There's lots of ways to get connected with other people so long as you're choosing people who lift you up and they're not just gonna, you know, cry on you, so to speak. Yes. Okay, so I'm gonna give you uh, another one. And that is, I'm going back to, again, like the very heavy conversation that I had with this person recently. And, and what I reminded that person was uh, that there are others in his life. Mm -hmm. And that those people, part of his stress is, there's just a lot of people pulling at him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he's feeling like I'm, I'm behind and I've kind of lost my superpower. And more and more people are asking me, or more and more people have needs of me. Mm -hmm. And so I reminded him, I'm like, look, man, historically, most human beings will do more for others than they will for themselves. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, it's just the way it is, right? Like, so, so maybe just maybe you need to put your ass on the line. Maybe just maybe you need to go to your church group, your children, your best friend, your mom, whoever, someone that could use you and say, look, in the next 90 days, I'm going to achieve this. And when I do, mm -hmm. I'm going to do that for you. Mm -hmm. And, and in that moment, mm -hmm. I think all of us have done you made this a commitment point. right there. You, you made a commitment, you made a decision, you, you, you drew a line in the sand, but you didn't just do it for you. You, you align somebody else. else's right. interest. Because, right. because oftentimes when we're in this state, we will make those commitments, but we will fall short because we didn't tell anybody else. That's it good. was just me in my own head. Right. But the moment I say, like, I, I think about how many times I did this with my boys, I would come home and I would say, all right, you know, new, we started this new company 20 years ago. The kids were like two and four. And I'm like, I remember going to them at like three and five and saying, do you guys want to go to Hawaii? They're like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, so if dad can do this, 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 and this by this time, 
we go to Hawaii. But if we don't, and you can imagine my wife, who's yeah. right. kind of an accountability nut, especially right. when it comes to me, and I'm not <laughs> even talking to her, I'm just talking to the boys. She's right. like, we're going to Hawaii? Right. And I remember saying, <laughs> but when we do all these things, when I get all this stuff done, then we're going to Hawaii and we're gonna spend right. 10 days there. Right. And you know, like that's like saying to three and five year old, right. four years, right? They're just right. like, right. oh my God, right. I'm like, and, and dad's not gonna be on his phone. I'm gonna just hang, we're gonna play on the beach. And you know what happened? Every day when I walked inside that house, daddy, yeah, there's daddy, a, there's a Hawaii, accountability Hawaii, Hawaii daddy, 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 did you make that phone call? Right. Did you make that sale? Because Tom, you're not gonna let your family down, right? There's no way I'm gonna right. do it. So, so I know when someone's in their head, they're not usually in communication with people other than complaint, mm -hmm. right? And we need to shift from complaint to commitment, from complaint to commitment. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question, what's your favorite social media platform? Are you big on Insta? Do you love to tweet? No matter where you answer, I'd love for you to connect with me there. All you gotta do is just type in at Tom Ferry and follow and let's you and I connect. I wanna be able to deliver the right content, the right ideas, the ways to help you grow your business, stay fired up, keep moving, be in action and run plays that work and the platform that matters most to you. So subscribe and I'll see you there soon. And it motivates you, it fires you up, it excites you. Right. Let me throw an idea out yes. for what you should do if you're in a position of this market has changed. You feel like you're in a losing streak. You keep missing yeah. shots. Yeah. Uh, you should preview properties. I believe it's really important mm -hmm. to pay attention to the hot sheets I agree. and know the inventory for a couple yes. of reasons. Yes. For a couple of reasons. Yes. One, when you know what's on the marketplace, it's going to fuel your conversations. Right. Because you're aware of what's on the marketplace. Right. If you're in a slump, you should go look at the hot sheets and you should tour properties. Yes. And then I think you should double down. If you look at some of our coaching clients like Kyle DeBoer, yep. he's reaching out and getting consent from listing agents. And you mm -hmm. got to get the consent. Got to get consent. And he's got his little selfie stick gimbal with him. And he's yep. filming these tours as he's touring properties. Yep. And, and it's so smart what he does. He just goes out and previews properties about once a week to know what's on the marketplace, films all of it at once, comes back, and he uses a bunch of mobile apps. There's an app called CapCut yep. where he throws the footage into CapCut, and then he records a voiceover. So there's no pressure to even talk or be on camera yes. when he's filming it. Yep. He records the voiceover. Hey, what can $500,000 get you in Indianapolis or something right. along those lines? Right. Throws a little bit of audio in the background, music on Instagram Reels. And then he layers a green screen. He just records himself like, like he's at the property at the mm -hmm. beginning, like, look at this. Yep. And right. then it's off. Right. But what's happening is one, he's previewing properties, which means he's becoming exposed to what's in the marketplace. That's influencing his conversations. But Big two, time. because he's posting the videos with the right consent on Instagram, people are DMing him and they're saying, man, it looks like you're really busy right now. Yeah. Wow, you're really crushing it. Putting wow, yourself out there. What, what's that one selling for? And all of a sudden, it's an it's an element of social proof where yes. it's attracting more conversations. Yep. Yes, and it's inspiring him into positive momentum in terms of people seeing him in action doing the thing they think he does. I love that. I love that. Hey, tell the story about telling the story because there's a good chance that the guy listening right now, or the gal listening right now, well, is I guess like, I who? "We're not. Yeah, we won't say names. <laughs> we won't say names." But but you know, when you're in a funk, right? Like part of what goes away yeah. is the magic that comes yeah. out of your mouth, yeah. right? right? And, and all of a sudden, like you're in your head. So when someone's you're like- overthinking it. Yeah, someone's like, well, you know, like we're not sure where to go. And right. you're like, yeah, I totally understand. Well, why don't we go look at some houses? Then if we find something and there's never something to be found in that moment. Right. So you were telling me a story so the time of a client. We were telling the story. I had two calls pretty much uh, in a row from two different clients that are pretty much in the, in same, the same market, area, same <laughs> yeah. price range, same area. And the first agent was really down the dumps, like nothing's going on. I don't have anything going on. 
you know, maybe feeling like a lot of us may be feeling out there right now. And then I have a, a, a total opposite call just a few minutes later right. where she's like, I took three listings this month and I got one under contract uh, that a full pop. So she did four deals in one month. And I right. go, what are you doing to get listings? Yeah. She goes, I'm telling the story. I'm like, I'm sorry, what's the story? Yeah, what's the story? She goes, uh, a couple years ago, I noticed that there was craziness in the market and I went home to my family and said, we're moving. She goes, I knew I could get five to 10% more than I thought. Mm -hmm. And her husband said, like everybody is hearing right now, I know I could sell, but where yeah. will I go? Where am I gonna go? Yeah. I don't wanna be displaced. Right. Yeah. And she said, we'll figure it out. I got a plan, we'll do it. She had a can-do positive attitude and she got the house under contract. They didn't know where they were gonna go. So they negotiated a 90 day rent back. They negotiate uh, Airbnb. The bottom line is it all worked out. And she's telling that story like, I can do it for you. Right. Where did she tell the story? At the listing presentation, uh, when she talks, when she's to her, talking to clients, talking to her friends, yep. and uh, it should it should be in videos too. I mean, maybe not the entirety of right. the story, mm -hmm. but we talk about embedding calls to action where you're specifically naming, yep. hey, like a mat. I mean, what if you're the agent who helps somebody who thought they were priced out of the market because right. of rates, right. and you helped them figure out their affordability? And, then they figure they could buy and, and right. talking about that because people who have the same problem are like, oh, he solved that, right. she solved that, right. yeah. But you know what, well, on tagging along mm -hmm. that, uh, mm -hmm. we hear so many great stories in this industry. Well, those stories are now your stories, whether right. you did it or somebody did it in we your office. We could say, I heard this story the other day in one of our office meetings. Right. You know, one of the, another one of the top agents said, and then you tell the story. And what we know is as human beings, we're storytelling machines. Right. Since yeah. sitting around the campfire, the elders passing down the generational stories of how right. we do it around here, it's the same thing. We're influenced by the story. Tom, We're influenced I, by the outside you know, person that did it, and we say we can do it too. I heard a story the other day where a house sold for 400000 over asking, and they had 32 offers in Silicon Valley that year. Right. It's right. insane. Well, how about Lisa Chinati the other day? Big shout out to Lisa in Boston on my coaching session. I'm like... I had this idea in my head of like, okay, let's try and get as many open houses going as we can. And I'm like, yes. I'm like, hey, yes. we got to do a lot of open houses right now. And I go, how many active listings? She's like, we just uh, put every uh, one of them right. under contract right. in the <laughs> no last. And right. and and she's in Boston from you know from you know starter five hundred fifty to five right. million dollars downtown, and she's like thirty offers on this one, thirty two offers. Right. So so we know these things are happening. No, I want to give you another one. Uh, big shout out to my client Tim Smith. He his son. He said to me. My son is like, he goes highs and lows when he's playing sports. Mm -hmm. And he said, so I was looking for a book that was about mental toughness for young athletes. Mm -hmm. And he said, Tom, my son and I read the book, listened to the audiobook together over and over again. He said, it's the single easiest to do mental toughness book I've ever read. It's called Mental Toughness for Young Athletes. I'm going through it for the second time right now. It is that good. phenomenal. Cause, cause it's clearly written and spoken to someone that doesn't have your sophistication, doesn't have, right. you know, your mental prowess, doesn't right. have your life experience. Yep. It's it's written for like a an eighth grader, right. a sixth grader, a fourth grader, but it's all the stuff that we all know about mental toughness. Hmm. You know, make the next shot. Right. Don't worry about the last one. It's right. so I encourage you to listen to that. And and I I really was thinking not just that wonderful book. But instead, what I really want you to do is if you're truly in a little funk, um, there's a good chance that if I opened up your YouTube on your phone, I'm going to see a bunch of stuff that I shouldn't see. 
I'm going to see that you're watching things you shouldn't watch. I'm seeing, you know, it's probably news. It's probably what's going on in the world of politics. It's probably the whole world's falling apart. And if it is, my advice for you is go on a 30 day cleanse of anything related to the news because the last thing you need to do is compound more negativity in a scenario where you're, where you're already feeling beat up. Right. Right. And what happens is it's so, it's so, I don't know if the word's innate. It's just, it's human nature that when we are down, we find more down. Right. Yeah. We, for, we look well, for more down. It, gives it, it makes us feel better. Right. Well, at least, at least I'm not yeah. that person. Right. right. Or right. they got it worse than me. Right. Right. But, but the challenge is that creates the downward spiral that keeps you in the funk. So, so I would say to you, like, I'd go 30 days, no news, no media. If, if a major war breaks out, someone's going to let you know. Like if something really bad happens, right. someone's going to let you know. You don't need to know. Just have emergency alerts on your phone. Right. I would I would even argue you don't need them. I had I had a client uh, just say to me. Well, someone's, someone's going to let you know. Did you hear someone's, about that? Yeah. Right. Well, someone's going to let you know when something really bad happens. And you know what actually told me that? And I know that could sound, um, you know, a little crazy. But right. my, my mentor, Mike Vance, said to me, yeah. you know, the best thing you can do is just turn off the news. And now he was saying this back in like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s. And he said it to me when I was starting my company. He's like, you know, you just don't need the distraction. You're going to have enough highs and lows as a startup. You're going to have enough moments where you're going to feel like quitting. The last thing you need to do is pile on the negative news. And we know today that headlines only do one thing, terrify you to click, terrify you to read more. So cut it off. Yeah, it's like eating junk food. You're going to feel gross when you eat that. Right, right, right. And what's more, I mean, I think about just human nature is what you focus on expands. And so if all you're focusing on is negativity, it's self-fulfilling to attract more of that because you're like, oh, look, that's negative, that's negative, that's negative. Everything's negative. And so it's what you're saying. It's the hard switch to surround yourself with people who are optimistic and inspiring to you. Intake media and intake content that's inspiring to you. And then watch what happens. Right. Gratitudes every day, sending one yep. text message every day, sending 10 of those, you know, hey, I know your home's worth way more than this, right? Playing I, out the fact of this estimate. Can yes. I play off that one more? Go, yes. So I'm thinking about Andy C. And yeah. Andy C, his classic, he door knocks his neighborhood once a month with mm-hmm. an updated market analysis for all yep. the neighbors. Yeah. And the dude is one of the top performing agents in the country consistently. Number four last year on the Wall Street Journal list just announced on the the top 1,000. And there's so much power in the activity of knowing your neighbors. And so here are some of the the takeaways that I believe could be really ripped off and duplicated from Andy. Yes. One, it may be hard in the beginning to door knock the neighbors. Yeah. But every time you do it, every time you make that lap and it's one more, one more, one more, you get to know the neighbors. And Andy would tell you, they spill the beans about rumors, about rumors of who's Mm -hmm. thinking about selling. And you become the person who knows all the information nobody else knows in the underground of your marketplace. And it's, it's just like, the Zestimate message that you would send to your database, whereby right. you are giving people information. It puts you in a position of, of contribution that yes, then right. primes conversations where it's not about you, it's about you helping people determine what their next move is. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's, that's the essence of being a real estate professional is helping right. people move forward in their lives. Right. And if you're not in a modality of helping yes. somebody move forward in their lives, that's what you have to change. And, yep. and Jason, most people they get scared about door knocking because they're afraid that they're going to get the door slammed in their face or people are going to be rude. 
I hear it over and over again. People are super nice. They never slam the door because right. they just don't answer. They're in right. the shower. Like, don't answer. Them. Somebody's <laughs> right. out there. Right. The right. ones that want to talk to you will answer the door. Yes. yes. It's not that hard. And, and yes. the more often you do it, if you commit to an area, you'll get more answers over time because you're going to build rapport yeah. and you're going to become yeah. known and you're going to yeah. get familiarity and all those benefits. Yes. Can I give you a great idea? Yeah. Uh, give, give it to this her. Is, this is a little give old school idea, a little video that you should be shooting and Tom will recognize this. Jason probably as well. It's the have, need, know. Mm -hmm. What do you have coming up? What do you need? And what do you know that happened in the market in the past week? Mm -hmm. You're just telling about some buyers that you have, talking about something you got coming on the market or maybe your office listed something yep. and knowing what happened in the market. It's the framework around that have, need, know. I love that have, need, know. That's an easy that's, one. That's, that's easy. You, you can do an Instagram reel on that behind like maybe a green screen behind like a recent listing yeah. or you know a transaction yeah. something something out of the mls yeah. which by the way those things seem to really do really well okay yeah. i don't want you distracted on videos i want you doing your thing do that do that video too but like don't get distracted by green screen okay i'm gonna give you one more uh my son was going into the ninth grade mm -hmm. and I could tell because he was switching from one school to a different school mm -hmm. and only a small percentage of the boys were actually going to go into the next school and it wasn't all of his pals, right? So, you know, kind of junior high into high school. So, so I said, you know what? And my, you know, you know, my son, Michael, right? He's very analytical, you know, mm -hmm. high IQ, very organized. And I said to him, we're going to go to Tony Robbins. And I only want him to learn one thing, the, just the adjustment of your chest. Mm -hmm. right. And it's on, it's on the first day of the unlimited power fire walk experience. And, and I just remember just, it was the only, literally the only reason I was at the conference. Like I just want my son to get that when he just puts his chest, you know, his, his chest cool. out and his shoulders back, the way Tony describes it, he's like, you instantly go from like, huh, to Superman. It's true. Uh, to Wonder Woman. I can, this is, I can do anything. This is, oh, it's a really hard market. And if you could just start the practice of every day doing this, catching yourself when you're in a slump, when it's time to make a phone call, don't make a phone call like this, make a phone call like this. And it's so simple. I, I promise you, if you just start doing this, a, it's good for your posture. It's good for your back. But it really does. And we all kind of did it. It's right. Was, I know, it just it's like, instantly, are you telling me something? It just instantly. <laughs> Who's poking me in the back? <laughs> well, you you know, you know were saying earlier, like it's it's your physiology. Right? It is. Go to the gym. But like I can not go to the gym and just put my shoulders back. Well, and instantly it changes my tone. It changes my volume. And, and again, like you're in a pattern. And you have to acknowledge that when you're in a pattern of a slump, when you're in a pattern in your head, it's a physical pattern right. as much as it is a mental pattern, mm -hmm. right? Uh, the great Deepak Chopra said all the time, your body and mind are in a cybernetic loop. Change yeah. your body, your mind changes. Change your mind, your body changes. Well, which one do you think is easier? It's yeah. way easier to do this than to try and figure out what's the right hack on your brain. So move your body in a powerful way and you're going to win. Yeah. Move, I mean, Great idea. practice. This is me, for instance. Yep. I practice nodding my head up and down versus side to side. <laughs> yes. And it's yes. simply the affirmation of yes, yes. versus no. Yes. And, and I think it's a good sales technique too. Uh, 1,000%. <laughs> like we used to, remember we used back to in the old day, we were like, yes. you know, do you no. agree that yeah. and people, and people yes. would be like, they would go, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do agree. All right. Can I give you one more? Give us one more and then we'll wrap it up. Okay. I believe if you're stuck in a slump and you need to be encouraged, it's it's hypercritical to look back at old reviews, 
Oh, and read through your old reviews. And I'm going to double down. We should move that to the front. Edit this video. (laughs) Read your old reviews from happy raving fans. And then the bit you talked about where you reach out to that third grade teacher, reach out to your old reviews and say, hey, I needed some encouragement today and I read your review. Yeah. And And man, thank you. Thank you. Yes. And I I think that will change your day dramatically. For sure. And then they're going to say to you, Oh, by the way, you're not going to believe this for getting a divorce. Or, yeah, you know, yeah, like, right, right, I mean, that's yeah. what happens, right? Yeah. That's what, it's like, uh, you know, when you send the email, the magical email, it says, right. name your price, right? How many people respond with like $7 billion? You're only looking for the one that says, you're not going to believe this. We're, we're pregnant. We need a new house. Again. Right? Yeah, right. It, I mean, it happens. So, all right. Good? We good? Awesome. I'm good. Okay. So just do me a favor. Promise me you're going to write down one or two things you're actually going to start doing. I'm, I'm not attached to which one it is. And if you know someone that has also been in their head, I know we were bouncing kind of all over the place, but understand this was all the spirit of contribution. Like we're talking to people every day that are absolutely crushing the market. And we're talking to people every day that are feeling like you're feeling a little displaced, a little, uh, what do I do next? So you don't need to do everything. You need to pick one or two things, do it, and then hit me up, hit them up, hit them up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, put a comment here, tell us what you're committed to, but most importantly, do it. And I promise you also, if you put your ass on the line and you say to someone you love, someone you care for, your church group, whatever it is, you make a commitment and say, how much of this, by when, and if I do it, I'm doing that. I promise you, you will be in massive action. So it's up to you now. Get to work. Thanks so much for watching this show. We'll see you soon. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.